0: I don't like him anyway. That's this shitty thing. Why should? Why is he on any of my teams? Yeah, good question. <laughs> I don't even like the guy.
1: And welcome to another episode of the Nice Trades HQ podcast. <laughs> Look at Jeremy's face. My name is Michael Seip. You can find me on Twitter at FF Blitz, and I'm here with my partners Jeremy Broen.
0: <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Dynasty Madman.
1: And Shane Manila. Hey now, at Shane is the worst apparently Jeremy hates somebody or doesn't like somebody. He doesn't even know why he's on his team. But we won't talk about okay. that now. We'll talk about that later. So, um, oh, my God. This is so wait. This is our first show that we're doing during live NFL football games. Not of that stupid preseason stuff. We have live football. But it's so weird because, you know, it's Thursday. And this is the first time where everybody in America has to pay to be able to watch Thursday night football.
2: Well, no, this is week three, so we had to in week two i am I'm
1: I'm talking about the first time we're doing a show when this is going on. So the fact that it has to be paid for, the first thing I asked both of you guys are, do you guys have Amazon Prime? Like, are you watching the game while we're doing a show?
0: Yeah, free TV, baby.
2: And I held out, I'm really proud of myself, I held out at least uh, the first half of last week's game before (laughs) I was like, yeah, I I got to get Amazon Prime. You know, I had to do it. <laughs> so I'm watching the, the the Browns in Pittsburgh, and it's actually
0: a very entertaining game. I got to be honest with you. For football yeah. fans, yeah. For Browns fans, not so much. Uh, <laughs> I so, mean, it's been okay, but it, you know they're going to lose.
1: But you have it set up, Jeremy, where you're watching it during the game because during our show, because I'm used to Shane doing 12 things at once, especially when he's watching football. You can always see his eye. Oh, okay. For those of you listening, Jeremy is holding up his phone. So, so why streaming would it, baby? You have it on your phone well, right now. I am now, in fact me?
0: watching it for free, actually, right now. But I'm sure my wife's watching it um, <laughs> upstairs on Amazon Prime, like the rest of the you know the paying public. But I'm streaming this on a on a free app I downloaded.
1: Shh. Do I need to edit that out of our, the idea? No, show? I don't really care. Yeah, <laughs> I, no.
0: I didn't name the app, so I don't think anyone's going to uh, know. I don't think the Feds are going to come or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, why? Well, you don't so. think they they're don't all know. listening
1: to our show, and then they're going to come? Yeah,
0: <laughs> maybe one or two. <laughs> well,
1: they're going to break into Jeremy's house and arrest him. Wouldn't it be awesome if it was like live and it happened while we were doing the show? That'd be so amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> but
0: I'll tell you uh, how some of these people do it. You can imagine, <laughs> like they post it to sites that you visit, right? and then it gets pulled down sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't, or they repost. So it's possible to find, but yeah. (laughs) And slide into my DMs if you want to know how to do this. I mean, it was definitely a younger, more tech-savvy person who told me about this i didn't just like discover it on my own i'm not that smart
1: i know i'm just picturing the feds coming down to your basement with your fake <laughs> water with your fake. we're gonna have to interrupt your,
0: your podcast to, to talk to you about
1: this app, greatest you know? thing ever it would go viral and everything so shane <laughs> before we go over some of this news uh tell everybody about campus to canton and there's something about campus to canton tonight too right
2: i love those guys uh, yeah if we just wanted to give you know uh Felix, my dude Felix Sharp, and he is a sharp, uh, hit me up and he was like, You know what? Uh, you know, it'd be a good thing to talk about is uh, some of the players that, you know, people could actually draft in campus to can or could have drafted. He says, You know, well, like Marvin Harrison Jr., not, not to be confused with Marvin Harrison Sr., who allegedly might have got somebody bodied in Philadelphia a long time ago. But that, that's not what he said. I, I added that part in. <laughs> But anyway, um, Marvin Harrison Jr. could have drafted him as a, as a true freshman last year, right? Dude's a true sophomore. True sophomore this year, and that's what you draft players like that in, in you know, C2C leagues, campus to can. Uh, dude had uh, 28.2 fantasy points this week. Six catches, 102 yards, and, and two touchdowns.
0: Yeah, and they stole a touchdown away from him in one of the games as well. He really scored, but uh, they didn't credit it, uh, credit the score. So that's that's too bad. So his stats are even more marvelous, uh, Marvin Harrison than 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 that. But yeah, exactly. Draft those guys young, man. You have to get you got to get ahead of the curve on that stuff.
2: And he's uh, he's he's out he's out playing. Although I know Jackson Smith and Jigba just came back from injury, um, but he uh, he definitely smoked him last week. Jackson Smith and Jigba had uh, two catches for. 33
0: yards, I believe yeah, not bad for coming back. I mean, he got banged up and but that offense is going to keep going. They have so many weapons and they're such a, a passing frenzied offense that like, you know, but Harrison, man, people maybe didn't catch on at the end of last year. And that, you know, the the Rose Bowl game right when uh, he played and uh, all the other guys that were drafted, the 12 wide receivers that left Ohio State for the NFL draft weren't playing. Harrison had a hell of a game. Um, but yeah, his dad, I think he's even uh, an even better route runner this early in his career than his dad. And that's saying a lot, right? Marvin Harrison, that's a household name. And in fantasy football, this kid is going to be the real deal.
2: Well, now's a good time to trade for Jackson Smith and Jigba if yeah. you're in a, a CDC leagues. Um, cause I still think the kid's going to be a stud coming back from injury. <laughs> um, still going to be a stud. Good time to go trade for him.
1: I love that, that yeah. campus to Canton got you Shane. To talk about this stuff, because Jeremy's been talking about these rookies for a while, I mean, these uh, college players for a while, but here I you talk it. about Felix, it. I
0: Felix, slide into my DMs. Shane can't even speak the same language as you bro No, I'm just kidding. No, but I, I know you've been doing it for a long time, but like, yeah, that was kind of the thing. Like, you were okay with Debbie and you were okay with IDP. Um, the next thing, I know you're never going to start IDP, no matter what how cool our friends are, how good of a site you find. So, But, yeah, it's true, man. I'm happy to see you um, doing this, campus to Canton, the college, the CFF, the Devi. I mean, it makes professional football more interesting when these guys get to the NFL, and it makes fantasy football more interesting. So the more the merrier, right, Mike? I mean, the more people get into IDP and Debbie and these other things, I mean, it, you don't have to just do a one-quarterback standard scoring You know, league like that. There are so many wrinkles out there to make things interesting in Dynasty.
1: Yeah, there's a lot. But what I was, where I was going when I said it's cool to hear you talk about this, Shane, you didn't even talk about. The site or the plug or anything, you just started talking <laughs> yes. about the player. So I was trying uh-huh. to, I was trying to curve it back in for you <laughs> to talk about the site and the plug. Uh, you just fun. got so excited about Marvin Harrison Jr. You didn't do the plug. So,
2: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, look, if it, obviously it's a great site, and this is just <laughs> part of an introduction to to, to the uh, format itself. And if you want to know more about the format or how be how to be good at the format, check out campusdecanton.com using promo code
1: HQ and save ten percent. Awesome. Yeah, that's where I was trying to steer you back. So look, we have a news item that's on this list that's happening right now while everybody's watching this game right now. The first thing you have written on here is about Mitchell Trubisky. And I do think it's funny. Well, go ahead and do the story that you have here, and then I'll tell you why I thought it was funny.
2: Well, uh, so I thought it was funny, too, because Ian reports reporting that the the Pittsburgh Steelers have not yet discussed – uh benching mitch trubisky which one i i don't believe is true uh, <laughs> and,
0: and, you lying, and you two anytime
2: someone has to come out and say that you know we're not thinking about firing you um means that they're probably thinking about firing you you know what i mean like wherever he got his information from that's on someone's mind or it wouldn't be getting out there now that oh no 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 we're there's no discussions of benching him. they're gonna bench you, dude
1: yeah, and you and I spoke in the in the pre-show that that an interesting hap- thing happened. I was on a plane flying back from uh, where was I? Um, Granite State Comic Con this weekend, and after um, Trey Lance went down and Jimmy Garoppolo became the starting quarterback in San Francisco, um, one of our listeners was sending out trade offers of sending out Jimmy G to people, and a big discussion happened in the group chat about um Kenny Pickett and uh, trading trading for him and I know that one of the trades went through with you correct
2: they did they did
1: <laughs> yes they did. you you traded <laughs> Kenny Pickett uh for uh, oh yeah
2: <laughs> I traded Kenny Pickett for uh, Jimmy Garoppolo in a 24 first
1: <laughs> right well you gave so wait so tell the trade that you did I,
2: I gave Kenny Pickett, I got Jimmy Garoppolo, and a 24 first.
1: Right. So And it was a 24 right. first. So the, the, the yeah. reason that I said that I thought it was funny was because that sparked a whole conversation with the GroupMe chat. And there was a lot of people sending out trade offers trying to do a similar deal that you had done. And one of the offers got sent to me. um, And because I had Kenny Pickett in one of the listener leagues, and it was Jimmy Garoppolo and a 24 second for, uh, for Kenny Pickett. But what was funny, it was, it was the same. Wait, I had
2: Kenny Pickett. How did you trade for Kenny? How did you I, trade? Said no. I said
1: a different, a different leak. I said a different listener
2: attention. I'm sorry.
1: Of course you did. But, but my point was, it was the same guy, the same guy who sent you the offer, sent me the offer, but with a second in this league instead of a first but all I wasn't right, so. gonna I, I wasn't gonna do it anyway so I had I had um, uh, declined it but it was just interesting because it sparked the conversation where a lot of people were trying to do the same deal that you had done and then you started telling everybody well he'll probably be the starter next week anyways and uh, all of this is so do you agree like you said something even in that chat that you wouldn't have done it other than other than the first. You did it because there was a first. If there was a second or anything else in there, you wouldn't yeah, have no, done the trade.
2: No, not for that. I just hold on to Kenny Pickett and see yeah, what happens. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I so, feel the
1: same way. and with tonight, with saying the news that Mitchell Trubisky isn't going anywhere anytime soon, uh, <laughs> you don't believe that is what I was trying, where I was going with that. You still think that Kenny Pickett could be the starter any week now?
2: Yeah, I'll tell you what, Mitch, Mitchell is, uh, if you're, you haven't watched this game and for some reason you're tuning into Dynasty Trades HQ to see how the Thursday night game went. Uh, <laughs> Mr. <Mitch> Bisky's <laughs> looked pretty good so far, to be <laughs> honest with you. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I, don't, I don't think he's long for a starting role.
1: Yeah. So did you try to trade uh, Kenny Pickett anywhere else? Or did you try to trade Jimmy Garoppolo with Trey Lance going down? Or did you try to no. trade Trey Lance?
2: I did. Um, I only have Trey Lance. I don't know how in one league. And I, I definitely tried to trade him. I tried to trade him for Carson Wentz. I tried to trade him for uh, a couple other uh, quarterbacks in that range. And uh, no, I got I got nothing.
0: Um, Your love for Carson Wentz will never die.
2: No, no, no. It's just because I want a quarterback that can start a game that can uh, play football um and i'm trying to look at guys that i think are like in a reasonable range like i trade i would trade him for kirk cousins if i could get kirk cousins i trade him for any top 15 quarterback but literally any first round draft pick he's gone um but i couldn't pull it off the offers <laughs> i was getting unfortunately we're like um and i don't want to call anyone out but um Doc tyler gunther from you I, don't want happy to you will he's but you still will <laughs> this douchebag's turning <offering> me uh <laughs> Davis Mills and uh, <laughs> Baker Mayfield for Trey Lance. And I'm like, I'll just hold Come him on, that. bro. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah, yeah, exactly. like, what, you know, and I was willing to take Kenny Pickett for him. Cause you know, I was like, Kenny Pickett's going to be starting soon. And he's like, no, I, I like Kenny Pickett over Trey Lance. I'm like, all right, well we can't make so, a deal.
0: <laughs> so he's going to offer you two guys that absolutely do not move the needle for yeah. a young player. Right? Yeah. And
2: I mean, look, I already have Geno Smith on that roster. Like, look, that's not ideal, but so I already have, Baker Mayfield. He's named Gino Smith. Yeah. Um, Davis Mills is a QB two back end. So like, there's no reason to make that deal. So just hold on to Lance and Smart. Uh, ho- hope that he, you know, he can play next year. And if someone wants to come knocking and send me something else, great.
0: Well, it's I fun- had to laugh because go ahead, Mike.
2: No,
1: no, Go ahead.
0: No, you're on topic. I'm probably not. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, it, it, actually, I was throwing it back at you is what I was going to do. When you made the comment about Carson Wentz, you know, after two weeks right now, in a lot of leagues, Carson Wentz is like number one or number two in quarterbacks point-wise. That's wise. what I was
0: going to say. I mean, he looks pretty, pretty good. I mean, maybe he found the right spot for him. Certainly they're using him in this offense pretty well. I mean, the running game's a little a little um, iffy at times there, but you know, they, the couple of good receivers, I mean, Jahan Dotson will make anyone look good. And so will will uh, Terry McLaurin, but maybe that's what Carson Wentz needed. Maybe this is, I don't think he's an awful quarterback. There are things about him that, you know, don't love, but for fantasy, you're right. He's been great. And we have him in the DFB. And I was just laughing to myself earlier today, checking our starting lineup because <laughs> we're in first place in, in dude, fantasy blow invitational, right. You know, where we play against uh, Matthew Barry and a host of other people, including, um, you know the, the gentleman who in, invited us there, Scott Barrett, to the league. But we we used to have a real quarterback conundrum, or always like for the first few seasons, we just you know we had problems at quarterback. And now I'm looking, and just through you know sheer luck, uh, dumb luck, you know um, savvy trades, and just a, a whole assortment of offseason moves at quarterback in the NFL. Every quarterback we now have on our roster is a starter in the league. You know, Jacoby Brissett, Justin Fields, Jared Goff, Justin Herbert, Geno Smith, and Carson Wentz. So you know, some weeks we actually have to decide who we might start, but um, you know, that's a that's a good way to start the season. You know, having, um, you know, six starting quarterbacks, two spots to fill, and you know, we've been we've come close to winning that league, and you know, it's the one one team that we manage together. So I'm I'm happy for us. Because, I'll tell you, you what, if someone bad some, point for us
2: if someone comes knocking and wants to overpay for Carson Wentz, yeah. though. Yeah, and sold. We're yeah, we talked about
0: that, Mike. I you don't know, think you were uh, there when we talked about it but we were talking about what we what it would take to move you know Geno Smith Carson Wentz you know the the other quarterbacks aside is, from um Herbert and Fields yeah Pretty
2: funny is that we dr- originally drafted Wentz and Goff did everything in our power to not have to start those guys ever again <laughs> and then this week we we might have to start Wentz and Goff because Justin <laughs> Herbert is a uh, Yes. Oh, yeah. oh I can't play with cracked ribs I might I might get <laughs> a punctured <laughs> lung and die yeah.
1: oh my God. <laughs> And also don't don't baby. we have Malik Willis also he he's not a starter but he got to play this week you know we do traded him
0: for Justin Fields
1: oh that's right oh we traded him oh okay <laughs>
0: well we do have Matt Corral Corral you know on our injured reserve uh you know maybe someday he's a starter too and we'll have you know we'll still have six guys when one of these others drops off we, Shane and I are determined to trade one of our starting quarterbacks Mike so like we'll we'll be in touch about that I'm sure um as as other people have injuries but I mean it's a good position to be in man it's I feel comfortable right now you know setting a setting a lineup it's like man who are we going to sit you can't sit kareem kareem hunt james conner miles sanders who are you going to sit i mean we have we have a good problem now it's fun
1: let me ask you a question though that actually It it takes us on a side note, which usually happens on the show anyways, when you say that we have all those quarterbacks and granted, we have a lot of listener leagues. We have a lot of leagues where maybe it's not as much money and there's not a lot on the line, but something like the DFB, we have a lot on the line, whether it's money or whether it's respectability with the people that are in that league. If we have all these players and somebody needs one of them, they need that player. It, it, the the incentive for us to trade one of those players away where it could make it so they don't advance farther and it makes us advance farther, doesn't it make the trade have to really be over the top to be willing to do it? Because why help somebody I just because you. we have all those I've quarterbacks? I've done that
0: before, yeah. You have an abundance and you want to make your team better in the long run, but you you don't want to hurt yourself in your title quest. So you have to be careful. Like trading it to the worst team in the league as things go on, you know, as time goes on, I mean, the season would be different if we moved it to somebody that's not competing with us. But we're not going to, you know, we're not going to move it to, uh, you know, Rich Rebar or Graham Barfield or Matthew Berry or Scott Barrett, Evan Silva, all those guys are within pouncing distance of us right now. I mean, we're 50 points up in large part due to Miami Dolphins offense and our two wide receivers, Tyreek <laughs> Hill, right, and and, and Jalen Waddell. I mean, really, I mean, they, they got, what, 80 points together last week, so yeah, we're 50 yeah, they, points in the league, a decent but to, week. <laughs> they sure so, did.
1: What do you think, Shane? Do, what do you think about that? What do you think about, about if you're in a position to be able to make sure you win without helping somebody else, Do you would you still hold off or well, no? We gotta,
2: well, no, no? Well, no. I mean, no, because I think we can add more pieces to win. Starting, we have, like, just in general, and this, not in general, specifically specific to this league, though, right? We need running backs. We have Kareem Hunt and Miles Sanders and James Robinson, who are very good like uh zero RB type guys. Right? right. But if we're going for the title um, and quite frankly, at this point, that's, that's the only thing that matters in this league is winning a title. I'm going to trade a quarterback. I'll trade Carson Wentz. If we can get a top 10 running back um, that I think that'll put us over the top, because I, I don't, I don't think, you know, looking at our roster, adding a piece to that, even helping the enemy, which is every trade, right? You're helping someone in some way. But even helping a competitor, I think our roster top to bottom is still stronger. And then adding that piece is just going to make it strong.
1: That's awesome yeah, and that's a great back answer. Is the one
2: spot
0: we'd like to fortify for sure.
1: Sure, and that's a great answer and that and that's a specific reason why to do it. That's and that's what I was looking for when I was asking you the question. You know what is funny if you go back to the comment you made about the Dolphins, you know, in the offseason when we were doing all our rankings and ratings and talking about players and everything, you know, Tua was one of those guys that a lot of people they shit all over him all years or all off season saying he's not going to be good, he's not going to get the ball to Tyreek, it's not to work. And then, you know, this week he had like that record-setting week with with his play and with the whole team's play. Um I saw you write something Shane in on Twitter about Tua. Does has any of your thought process changed at all about him um after 2 weeks?
2: No. No. Look, he scored 15 points in the first week with the same exact weapons. He scored 40 points in the second week when they ran absolutely bananas all over everyone. And all all the, most of those points are yak. And look good for him. He's putting them in a position where they can get yards after the catch. He's still not very good. I just, I heard someone talking about it today. I don't know what podcast it was. I wasn't, I might've been on dynasty trade calculator. Right. And they were talking about, I believe it was them. And if it wasn't, I'm sorry, but they were basically (laughs) just talking about how like, you know, he's in a, He's in a good system with a good head coach with really good weapons, so he mm-hmm. should succeed. And all I could think of was, well, Jared Goff had the same setup. Um, you want to mark nice. that off?
1: But Jared Goff had <laughs> the same exact don't setup. Worry. Right,
2: <laughs> right. Jarrett Goff had the same exact setup. He had an offensive boy genius in Sean McVeigh. He had great <laughs> weapons in Cooper Cup and Robert Woods and uh, the tight ends Tyler Higby and Gerald Everett and Todd Gurley, and then.
0: Brandon Cooks at one right.
2: point, you know, and Odell and, and Beckham, whatever. And he never had Odell Beckham
0: Jr. Yeah, they were a um, Matt Stafford away from the Super yeah. Bowl. Goff was never going to get them there. And I, I agree. I think it's Mike McDaniel. I think it's, you know, the guy comes over from San Francisco who got Debo Samuel a million fantasy points last year and all those yards after catch. And he's he's dialed it up to, um, or dialed it in for Tua to, to, to be able to make those catches, uh, throws, sorry, quick quick throws, so the wide receivers and running backs can run after the catch. And I, you know, I think it's, maybe that obviously that's what he needed but yeah i'm still not sold on him being a great quarterback either shane but the but still we we expected in the offseason that he would be better that he wouldn't be as awful as people had thought and you know because of mike mcdaniel and the weapons that were brought in so i think i think we were still you know on on the ball with our predictions i guess and, I, and a lot of people expected that i think from mike mcdaniel and the weapons that were added but yeah tua you're saying he's just a kind of like you Know a placeholder, right? He's he's not a, yeah, a, not. a fantasy uh, <laughs> franchise guy you want on your
2: roster. I, 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 still, I still don't think he is, and obviously, I got, could be wrong and I could just have take lock. Um, but like I said, he had 15 points in week one and he had 40 or whatever he had in week two. It's All right, let's, better. but Let, what's, let's see
1: what's funny, Jeremy. Is I was going to throw it to you and ask you what you thought the effect of. Uh, Mike McDaniel being the coach on it. And so, because you and I had had, com- <laughs> you and I had a conversation like that in the offseason. And I just love the fact that that was the answer you just gave. When that's what I wrote down right here, I was just about to ask you that exact I read same your question. Mind, I mind. We've been doing this
0: a long time. <laughs> it's but so yeah, awesome. And, and I'm not as sour, you know, as I don't. Are you? I mean, I'm not quite as sour as Shane is. I, no, I think I'm there's not. Still to be done. I'm not totally. I don't have you know these amazingly high hopes for Tua now. I, I knew it would be a growth process, but I'm. I still think he's better than. You know, then people say, and and he has room to grow. He's not, you know, an old guy. And, you know, there were some hiccups last season. And, you know, he's had a couple years of of issues, the injury. I'm holding out hope, but I'm not going to overpay for the guy or anything like that. Or one week's going to sell me on him. And now I want all the shares of Tua. But yeah, I'm, 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 I guess, optimistic.
1: Yeah, and and I'll say this. We talked about it last week about not overreacting after week one. And granted, it's been two weeks, and now we're into week two. And I'm sure people are going to overreact on some players. And part of tonight's show, we were going to talk about some people that you're – on the brink of being done with after two weeks, you know? And uh, uh, I think with Tua, I'm happy with him. Obviously, I have him on, like, almost, what, 60%, 70% of my rosters. Um, so I'm, I'm happy that he's doing well. But I've always been the person that thinks, okay, he, uh, there's a difference between fantasy football play and real NFL play. And whether you think he's a great quarterback or not, but if he's in a situation with the players around him and the coach and stuff that gets you the fantasy points, then I'm happy with it. But um, I think what we should probably do is let's talk about those players that you're kind of done with because we're already halfway through the show and we also have a couple more trades to do. But Shane you wanted to talk about some players that you're done with after two weeks or you're on the brink of being done with. Um, why are you shaking right. your head no? That's what it says right no, here.
2: No, 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 because there's <laughs> absolutely no brink. Oh, there's and, no
1: brink. You're done. After two weeks, you're done with these guys.
2: Yeah, so this this guy, um, <laughs> this son of a bitch, and I'm not even going to do a lot of fantasy analysis on it. Um, okay. Yeah, George Kittle is yeah. freaking done. Absolutely done with him in <laughs> hq1 I, I traded uh larry monkey uh i just traded him straight up for tj hawkinson yeah and and you know it's bad process i'll admit that right i'm selling them off of two weeks in a row where um dick face can't get on the field <laughs> um so clearly i'm selling i'm selling at is a uh, not the best time right right i for my own mentals i can't do it anymore i can't look at George Kittle on my roster and go nope can't start him can't start him again because you know it's not like I'm going from George Kittle to Dallas Goddard and most leads right because right. I have George Kittle that's where I invested my tight end money right. that's where I invested my tight end funds so it's George Kittle and then Charlie Warner <laughs> uh, George, George Kittle and um, dudes uh, Hunter Long Like you, I can't do it anymore I, I can't do it I'm done uh, that's the only league I traded him in. Um, I still have him in other leagues. I'm telling you right now, he has one good game. I am immediately trading. <laughs> I'm just done with him. I can't. I can't take it anymore. Like my mental, the mental stress that looking at him on my roster and knowing I can't do anything with him.
1: It's funny because I saw you do that trade and I saw you say you were done with him in the, in the groupie chat and everything. And, and when you're talking about those no-name guys, remember I picked up Ross Dooley in week one Mm -hmm. in like every single league, I actually had to start him this week in one of those leagues and he scored, you know, (laughs) that worked out good. But uh, yeah, I know uh, Jeremy, you've liked George for a long time. I'm well, I'm not going to say I'm sure. What do you think about him right now after two weeks? You're muted. Maybe he doesn't hear us at all. He can't hear
2: us. He can't hear us. So I think he'd agree with me. He's tired of George Kittle. He's so tired of George Kittle that he decided to just stomp off the show so he, with me. <laughs> he,
1: he is right there and he can't hear us and we can't hear him um I don't know if he's gonna agree with you or not but I love the fact that you're gonna just say that he is so all right so then besides George Kittle you had another name on here which is another one of your like love childs
2: yeah and you know th- this one's a caveat right so I'm done with him in the sense that I have accepted that he is what he is right if, if, if someone has been a turtle their whole life, you can't expect them to suddenly turn into a unicorn. Um, it's just not going to happen. One, unicorns don't exist. They're not real. Um, and that's not how evolution works. Not even remotely like that. Like You don't turn from one species to another. But anywho. Um, I, want, I
1: want somebody to animate this episode and have a turtle turn into a unicorn. That would be amazing. Yeah. But before you keep talking, tell the person's name, please.
2: uh and this hurts
1: um dj moore oh dj moore you're done with him after two
2: weeks i am done i have finally like a jilted lover oh it's always somebody jeremy's back finally uh, yeah i appreciate him coming back to the show after his george kittle stomp off Uh,
1: (laughs) yeah
0: you'd almost think so it's weird man my audio dropped i couldn't hear you guys and i didn't know if you heard me could you hear me because i i heard nothing i had to switch out my uh yeah, audio and, feed and I, you
1: I sound different what? now too. You sound uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm
0: on a low quality.
1: Okay, well, let me turn point. the volume down a little bit because it's way blowing out the lines. but
0: Sorry all right. about that. Yeah, so he was trashing George Kittle. I missed the end of that. It's fine. The guy plays. He misses like three or four games a year. It's really tough to trust him. When he's in, you know, he scores, but wow. In leagues where you have to sit him and, and lose all those fantasy points, and if you don't have an alternative, you're, you're hoes. So, so um, I'm, I'm with Shane on wanting to trade him. I've actually traded him in leagues, um, and it's really because of how, how tough he plays. He blocks, he runs people over. He's not just sliding out to catch the ball. A lot like Gronk, right? And he started getting hurt as he got older. And I, I feel like that's just going to be the thing, right? The injuries. Um, and, and, you know, it's a disappointment. So, And plus the quarterback situation, there's a little unflattering to the passing game at times. So I'm fine with it. You you can get a shit ton for George Kittle. Everybody, well, not everyone, but people, owners love to have George Kittle on their team. So it's I think it's an easy sell. Once he starts playing, you're good.
1: Yeah. So go yeah. ahead and keep going with D.J. Moore. You were in the middle. Of yeah, things. I'm laughing because that
2: was one of your boys. In yeah, the yeah, day. yeah. Look, so at some point you just have to accept. Right. You just have to accept it. Look, you can't keep saying, well, if this happens, then this, if this happens, then this. Look, D.J. Moore has never been better than uh, wide receiver 14. And that was in his second year. And we were like, oh, th- this is this is what he's going to be. Well, since then, in 2020, he was wide receiver 28. <laughs> 2021, wide receiver 23. So far this year, wide receiver 42. Now, do I think he's going to end up being a wide receiver 42 on the season? No. You know what he's going to end up being? Oh. Wide receiver 20.
1: Yeah, I was going to say something in I the know 20s. What he <laughs> is.
2: Right. And, you know, I, I, I was looking at it, and what, what struck me is – that we always complain that receivers don't get enough targets, that that's why they can't, you know, or whatever the quality of targets. But DJ
0: gets a lot of targets,
2: right? DJ Moore <laughs> had a 28.4 <laughs> target share last year, 25% the year before. Um, 24 the year before, and even as a rookie, at 22% target share. Um, this year, it's only 23 to start. But still, if you're an elite wide receiver, if you're truly elite and you're hitting target shares like that, you should be putting up elite numbers. And you, and I don't want to hear that the quarterback play has been bad because, yes, yes, it has. But you know what? What has Deontay Johnson done in Pittsburgh with equally bad or badder quarterback play <laughs> in uh, Ben Roethlisberger? Much better. Yeah, it was badder. Um, there was Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> there was Mason Rudolph. There was Duck Hodges. You know, I mean? There was Ben Roethlisberger again. So far, it's been Mitch Trubisky. He finds a way to produce, so I I love DJ, but I just think it's time for us to accept that he's a wide receiver, too, and um, I'm moving on from him. Um, Any hopes that I had of him ever being a wide receiver? One again, and I actually sent out a a bunch of offers in leagues that I don't know if you guys are in them, but leagues I'm in. I offered DJ Moore for Christian Kirk and a 2023 second, and I'm still waiting to hear back from several of you because apparently it's too much to just hit –
0: uh, you know, accept or reject when you get the. Was a, I a one
1: of those guys?
0: That, that's no. my style. Just ignore no. it, right? Not always, but <laughs> I, 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 am known for just ignoring offers. Um, I mean, you know, it depends. Like, it depends on the league and the people. But if, like, you know, one of our buddies sends a sends me a terrible trade offer, I have no problem just ignoring them. I, like, you know, do better. It's time.
1: I love that you're admitting it finally after a long oh, time man. that you Whatever. just let something sit there. <laughs> people, I have people half the number of dynasty leagues I used to have,
0: <laughs> and now I have been very responsive. I've been uh I've been a big boy about handling these leagues um, finally.
1: <laughs> yeah. But people I, know I, people know that you sit on some of them sometimes i just love that you admit it but uh um so so when you say that you're done with these i get what you just said that you sent out those offers and they're still sitting there nobody's um, accepted how low will you go then to get rid of uh, somebody like DJ Moore, because I know you have a lot of shares of him because he you were very high on him. So to mm-hmm. get out from under him, I know you don't ever compare and see what you did, how you got him to to see if you have a profit or loss. But like, how low are you going to be going with this guy?
2: Um, literally any wide receiver that that's a wide receiver two or wide receiver three in a pick. Yeah. Um, if I can get anything extra, like right now, I'm hoping CD Lamb has another bad week or two. Um, or at least one more week, but with high volume, and then maybe I can snow somebody into giving me
0: C.D. <laughs> Lamb and they take D.J. Moore. I Basically. like the, the the idea that Shane, that I, I like the path that you're taking on that, like you have this band, sort of a, a tiering of what you'll accept, um, and especially with Christian Kirk, because you think of D.J. Moore and Christian Kirk and one has higher name cachet than the other, but when you look at um, how things stand right now, I would prefer, I think, Christian Kirk straight up and then you're at getting that second thrown in a, you know, a win for you. I, I think that's a great way to do it. Cause you know, some players are just thought of until you, ex, until you explain it, you know, <laughs> like, wait, you know, DJ Moore's better than Christian Kirk. Well, but, but is he though? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's the thing.
2: Um, not, not so far this year, um, same age. Um, and this is the first time Christian, Christian Kirk's career that he's been the number one target. And look, I don't think Christian Kirk is elite. That's not my argument. I think like you're saying, he's, in the same tier as DJ Moore right now, so if I can trade DJ Moore for Christian Kirk and a piece, I will. Or anyone in that tier, if I can trade DJ Moore for God, this hurts,
0: Cortland Sutton
2: and hmm. a pick, <laughs> I'll do it.
0: I like that. Though. I, I do too I, all, all day, Cortland Sutton. <laughs> yeah, just okay. because he's got the the ability to do um, what you know our old school wide receiver ones, what we wanted them to do. You know, I, I don't know that he always does. We've talked about it here, but I I would rather have Sutton, Mike.
1: Yeah, me too. Um, And and that's the thing. You know, we were talking um, in the offseason about different players. And, you know, like I love Stefan Diggs and he's playing awesome. So that's working really great. And then Mike Evans, he gets suspended this week. So now I'm like digging through some of my rosters on who to stick into my lineup. I wanted to ask you both before we wrap up tonight. It's week two. You're talking about getting rid of some players that you're done with or giving some people more chances. But how open are you guys in week three to put in some players into your lineup that have been producing after two weeks but aren't necessarily the name cachet people? Like, like somebody like Noah Brown with Dallas. You know, He was somebody that I picked up in a bunch of leagues in the offseason because they said he has a chance to play, and he's playing well. Is it time to start putting somebody like him in your roster, I mean, in your lineup, over players like DJ Moore that's not doing what you need for them to do?
2: Not over DJ Moore, not that tier. So, like, more like the guys that I've been putting them in over and, like, Greg Dorch is one that I've actually put in in a couple leagues. Um, But I put them in over guys like... James Cook, all right, two weeks, I'm Yeah, good. over a you know, rookie that's
0: not uh, doing anything right. right now or another another wide receiver in that tier that you maybe don't right. have high expectations for, and this guy's hot, so why not play the hot hand? That's how I feel about it, too. I know Noah Brown pretty well. I, I used to have a lot of shares of him. I can't believe he came out of nowhere, came back from the dead, and is doing anything, to be honest. I think it's great. I'm happy for the guy, but, um, yeah, you, you have to be careful. Like, do you really – you wouldn't want to start him over, you know, a name guy and then – he does nothing and the name guy gets like a couple more points that always hurts.
1: But that but that's my point. We're going into week 3 right now where some of these players people are not happy with and then they have their bench depth that's doing well. So when do you start making that transition to putting in some of your guys that are sitting on your bench cuz you don't get freaking bench points in any league that any of us are in, um, uh, you know, (laughs) well, best ball. Yes. But you know, that's not what we're talking about. Plus best ball. You don't even know that's happening anyways with best ball. You, you draft your team and you don't even look at it. You, you have no control over that, but on the leagues where we have control, that's what I'm asking you.
2: Here's a fun one. So uh, David and Njoku has been starting, and uh, he started two of the weeks for me in the uh, Dynasty Game Theory uh, League that I'm in, uh, with some, some several big names, uh, like J.J. Zachari- Zachariasen, Zachariasen, I can't pronounce names, whatever, who I made a trade with this week, and uh, Thor Ruku uh, from, it used to be where... <laughs> Roto World. I'm not sure where he's at now. And uh, actually, Jax Falcone. Um,
1: this entire episode has had so many names thrown out name between drops. the DSPs. And- <laughs> but so I, um,
2: I started, it's, a start, it's like a start 12, 14 team league, just saying this. So I have like every tight edge you can imagine. So anyway, uh, I sat David and Juku this week for uh, Hayden Hurst. Uh, David Njoku has so far 21 points in the game for one half. He has a touchdown, and I don't know Which that. is insane that yeah. he did that, to he, be he has, Yeah, so he, he's absolutely lost his mind this week. So thank you, David and Joku, because I'm going to put you in my starting lineup next week when you no. go one for six yards.
0: Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it, up and down. I'll tell you what, Noah Brown, I think I, at this point I'd be ready to start him over Darnell Mooney because I'm out on that guy. I, I mean, not completely, not like Shane on some of his players, but like the whole Chicago Bears offense, you got to just kind of uh, steer clear of it, everybody um, uh, for a, for a bit. When you have 2.4 points through two weeks, Ten times less than I expected you to have. You're going to get my attention. It's even worse for Cole Komet. I think he has zero points. But I never liked that guy. That's what we were talking about before the show, and I've talked about him a couple oh. of weeks. I like trade him. People ask for advice. My like, trade Cole Komet. Just trade him. Get something while the name it. But now you have to wait till he does something to move him because nobody wants Cole Komet now, and they're picking up Pharaoh Brown off waivers and getting more points. Um, and you know, it's it's a tough sell, but. Yeah, there are some guys out there. Cam Akers is one you guys know. The Achilles was something that kind of ruined it for me early on. I don't have many, many shares of him. I did get him in a startup because of um, where where he ended up. But mostly I saw after that startup that he was being drafted as like a top 10 running back, which I think. Isn't that what you saw, Shane? I mean, he's yeah. like a, he's being drafted high. And it's crazy to me that, that that that's been the trend. But he is not he's not there. He's not worth that. Um do, do I mind having him? Sure, but not at that kind of cost. So Akers is a guy I'm out on. Cole Komet, still out on that guy. He's just made me um, even um, realize that I was right. I think about him and Darnell Mooney. I'm just so pissed about that. I mean, I, I, I didn't overpay for Mooney or anything like that, but I had high expectations with fields and the, in the team. And I, I, I'm holding out hope. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not to Shane level dismay at this point, but I'm, you know, another week or two of that. And I'm going to like, it's just fire sale time. I think.
1: Uh, (laughs) Excuse me. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's funny. We, we, we got to the point of the show where you were able to wrap all the way back to pre-show when you were complaining about Komet as we were going into the show. Um, so I'm glad you were able to talk about him. So yeah, I think we're going to wrap up right now. We do have a couple things like some trades that we're going to move over to the Patreon show. And, uh, you Know, I had a couple more questions for both of you, but what I decided is I'm going to put those aside because next week we're going to have a big guest on here that I would like to ask him those sim- similar questions too. I'm so, name drop, yeah. I was going to say we've been name dropping all night. So, Jeremy, why don't you name drop for next week before Shane tells everybody about our Patreons?
0: Hey, we have the original football diehard Sirius XM's own Bob Harris, a good friend of the show. Um, a guy we really like to hang out with, talk to. Always always fun to have on the show. Wanted to join us. Um, I guess he's got some time next week. You know, he has a busy during this, uh, you know, in-season schedule. But um, he, he made some time for us, and he's excited to come on. So that's uh, next week. I believe it's Wednesday night, guys. What, 9.15, I think we said so. Um, that'll be a fun one. Maybe we'll even live stream. I don't know, just a teaser.
1: Well, that's cool. I'm going to put these questions aside and I'll ask both of you and Bob at the same time. You know, one of the weekends this weekend when I drove up to my son's college, it's like a two and a half hour drive. We were driving back and I turned on Sirius and Bob was on talking about some stuff, but he had said that he had been on air for almost four hours by that time. So it's amazing to be able to sit there and talk all day. And, and there's some, there's some interesting things I want to ask him about. So Shane, uh, tell everybody about our patrons. Cause that's where we're getting ready to go talk to.
2: Oh yeah. Uh, joint, join our patron. Obviously you get the uncensored version of this podcast, uh, which is like <laughs> this podcast, except even more better. Um, group me chat where we get to talk all day about fantasy football and such. Uh, trades and starters, it's all that good stuff theory. Obviously you get the bonus podcast episodes, you get yourself some swag. Um, what else you get? You get, you get articles, Jeez, every week. Uh, you get a bunch of stuff. You get a lot of stuff. It pays to be a patron. I'll say that. Look, some things you pay for in life and you, you don't get your value for them and you're like, why am I doing this? And specifically, I'm thinking of uh, the <laughs> hair cream. that I'm, using. I'm not sure that it's working.
1: Okay. You
0: have a lot of hair on your knuckles now. That's weird. Is, that from, yeah. is that how you don't use gloves when you rub that yeah. on? I just don't, don't, just don't, don't
1: mention their name. That's all. Don't say so, the name. Uh, <laughs>
0: but no, I would definitely take them as a sponsor.
2: Um, but no, you definitely get your bang for your buck with uh, being a patron. So it's well worth it. So uh, come become a patron. And I'll say this without a hint of um, Uh, braggadocia. uh <laughs> Literally, I, I think every player, every person that's in that chat um, is that is a patron um, has told me at one time or another that that being part of the group has made them stronger as a dynasty
0: player
1: it, it yeah, is definitely have fun it's definitely awesome it's definitely fun and if you have the time you can live in that group me chat my
0: god um, yeah it's hard know. to keep up with any topic what <laughs> by, by the time you, you 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 scroll through and you want to respond to something it's already like uh too late you, you needed to be here a little earlier but i want shane to start ending that segment like the uh insurance commercial where he says and mayhem like me That's what you find in the, in the, in the Patreon thread.
1: Well, it's awesome. And, and yeah, come join us. We have a lot of fun. Uh, I think we, we also discussed that we're going to go back to doing some of our zoom parties again. Uh, Maybe even during football, it could be fun to do it during like a Monday night football game or something, do a zoom party while everybody's watching. So um, check us out on Twitter at dynasty trades HQ, check us out on YouTube at (sighs) dynasty trades HQ, Check us out on iTunes at You, I'm not sure what that all was, but if you want to find out what it is, join our Patreon because we're going to go over there right now. So. Ooh, a hurdle. So we'll talk to you guys next week. We're going to have an awesome show next week and good luck with all your fantasy stuff and uh, say goodbye, everybody.
0: Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.
1: Say goodbye, Shane. Bye, Shane. <laughs> all right, cool.